Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. There are surely some tired, bleary eyes at NASCAR this morning. That's your lead story for this morning's Buzzcast. Good morning. It's Monday, February 15th. I made Matt Core. Hope everybody had a good weekend or is having a long weekend. Many people off for President's Day. Let's start with the Daytona 500 because Michael McDowell took advantage of a huge crash in the final lap. He won the Daytona 500. It ended shortly after midnight this morning. It was a long day. It was a race that took nearly six hours because of weather delays. Like I said, it ended just after midnight. Michael McDowell was a 100 to 1 underdog. He won for the first time in 358 cup racing starts. He, of course, races for Front Row Motorsports. All in all, I had a lot of energy around the NASCAR broadcast. I watched it up until around 7 o'clock when they had so many delays. But they had a crowd of about 30,000 at Daytona. Fox's broadcast, expectedly and understandably, really focused on the new owners of the sport, Michael Jordan, Pitbull all got a lot of airtime during the early part of the telecast I watched. Jordan was interviewed by Michael Strahan during the Fox broadcast. Jordan also told the New York Times that he planned to watch the race from a suite, not to take any focus away from the drivers. But he said he wants to win. He knows the sport. He understands the strategy. And I found it telling that during his interview with Michael Strahan, Jordan talked about growing up and his father taking him to races when he was a young boy and they would stay for the the entire weekend. Meanwhile, of course, there was a lot of coverage on Bubba Wallace and the 2311 team. Bubba Wallace was out of the race pretty early after that wreck that took out a lot of drivers after lap 15. Meanwhile, Toyota debuted a new ad around Bubba Wallace. It's called The Dream, and it tells the story of a young black girl who wrecks while racing go-karts and is hesitant to get back behind the wheel before she is inspired by Bubba Wallace to return to the track. So you see Toyota already putting its support behind Bubba Wallace. So all in all for NASCAR, I think they were hoping certainly for a more fluid race, but they got the race in on Sunday. Now they continue with their season around some interesting storylines that we've talked about on the Buzzcast. Let's shift to the NBA because more news begins to trickle out about the NBA's plans for an all-star game in Atlanta. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reporting over the weekend that the league will invite local healthcare workers and students and staff from local historically black college and universities to attend the All-Star Game, which of course is expected to be played in Atlanta on March 7th. Details are still being worked out, but about 1,200 to 1,500 people will likely be in attendance. It will not be a ticketed event. So again, more details coming out. There's still a lot of local opposition from columnists and from media about even having an All-Star Game. But right now, it looks like the NBA and the Players Association still working toward an All-Star Game in Atlanta on March 7th. 
Let's shift to baseball because this had to be maybe not surprising, but certainly disappointing news for the baseball industry and certainly for upstate New York and the Baseball Hall of Fame because its induction ceremony, which of course had Derek Jeter as part of it for this year, is now scheduled for July 25th. It will be strictly an indoor televised event. It will not allow for general attendance. They were expecting up to 70,000 people to attend this event, but now the event will essentially be a TV production. The Hall of Fame also canceled all of its other weekend events that were scheduled around the Hall of Fame. This is the second consecutive year there will be no induction ceremony open to the fans, and that is a big disappointment for all the businesses in that upstate New York area because this is such a big weekend, Hall of Fame induction weekend, and this was a really strong class. You know, on Saturday night, I got a text from my friend Drew Scheinman, who was watching the fan-controlled football league with his son. He was saying, check it out. It's pretty cool. Well, we had an item yesterday in our weekend wrap because the fan-controlled football league opened its inaugural season. Four teams playing all of its game at a Duluth, Georgia arena. Remember, this is when fans can call the plays and dictate the personnel. It's seven on seven. They had Johnny Manziel playing quarterback for one of the teams. The league got a lot of good reviews. And the league's free app was actually trending over the weekend. There was a lot of buzz even from my sources sending me clips and sending me notices on the league. So, again, getting a little bit of energy, fan-controlled football league open on Saturday, maybe something you want to keep an eye on. What's another thing to keep an eye on? How about Playfly Sports? As our Michael Smith and John Oran report in SBJ today, that Playfly Sports, which is the Philadelphia agency that was formed in September by Michael Schreiber is in the final stages of acquiring Fox Sports' national sales agency, which is Home Team Sports. That also includes some top college properties and a global naming rights division called Impression Sports and Entertainment. Remember, HTS is a sales agency, a TV advertising sales agency that represents every regional sports network in the country. It also has collegiate multimedia rights at seven schools. Remember, Playfly's first move was grabbing multimedia rights in the college space with its acquisition of outdoor media sports last year. Now, it wasn't even in existence six months ago, this company, but now it owns the rights to 21 collegiate properties through its deal with Fox Sports' home team sports. And now it also has the impression sports and entertainment. So Michael Schreiber's Playfly Sports is certainly a company to keep an eye on. And let's end with items about people. First, CAA Sports making some big moves to its property sales division. They have promoted veteran executives Rob DeAngelis and Rob Slocum to lead CAA's property sales division. So they will now serve as global co-heads of CAA Property Sales, which was previously overseen by Paul Danforth. Danforth, one of the best-known and well-respected sales executives in the business. Remember, he was promoted to CAA Sports President in November of 2019. Now he's making some moves to the Property Sales Division and promotes two longtime executives within that group, Rob DeAngelis and Rob Slocum. Meanwhile, those two have hired veteran marketing executive Sam Zebian. She will oversee strategy within CAA Property Sales. Zebian, a well-known name in the sports business, of course, worked at Wasserman, among some other stops along her career path. So a big promotion for Rob DeAngelis and Rob Slocum, who now oversee CAA Sports' property sales division. And finally, if you read one story over the weekend, the one I most enjoyed was the Athletics' Jeff Gluck profile of longtime NASCAR executive Mike Helton. 
Remember, Mike Helton was NASCAR president. He is now vice chair, but he is still incredibly influential. He has a major seat at the table and a, still is a key voice, but he's got some great storytelling. He, of course, has a long history in the sport. So if you can read that story, it's long, but it's well worth your time and give some really good color about the inner workings of NASCAR's leadership. So that is your morning buzzcast for a holiday Monday. It's Monday, February 15th. Again, I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody has a great start to their week. I will talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex. Equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.